This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's parenting podcast on exiting, waiting, and overlooks with tough adolescents. One of the keys to working with tough adolescents is setting clear rules and consequences. One of the most common clients therapists see is someone who appears to have been a tough adolescent or currently is a tough adolescent, a difficult teenager. It is not uncommon for a parent to bring the tough adolescent to the therapist's office and hope that something magically gets fixed. I have no doubt that psychological intervention and talk therapy can make a big difference, especially on specific problems like anxiety disorders or specific behavior problems, but often the home environment requires intervention. Sometimes the child gets it from their parents. I had a 14-year-old in my office Mom stated that the son is argumentative, vindictive, defiant, and oppositional. How the mom was communicating was telling. She came across as hostile and difficult to talk with while she complained of her son being argumentative with others and having difficulty making friends. She also argued with him in my office. One of the keys, so yes, change at home is needed. One of the keys to working with tough adolescents is setting clear rules and consequences. Sometimes this involves changing the timing and processing, the, t- the timing and the processing of information and talking, but also the process of confrontations. Parents have to be selective. Sometimes exiting, waiting, and overlooking are strategies when dealing with the tough adolescent's five aces. Exiting and waiting and overlooking are strategies when the objective is to neutralize the adolescent's five aces. These are the top-notch behavior attempts or behavioral choices or unhealthy behaviors that adolescents often go to. This involves, number one, running away. Number two, truancy and poor school performance. Number three, suicidal threats and behaviors. Number four, threats or acts of violence. And number five, disrespect. Let's take a moment to consider how a tough adolescent pushes buttons. We could talk all day about why they do it, to spite, to be vicious, to be nasty, to manipulate, to show their nasty side, to make sure they can't be controlled as an unhealthy way to express anger, to hurt and pour salt in wounds. Parents have to decide that they won't be manipulated. The key is not to react to negative statements. Instead, we recognize that this is a tough adolescent who's pushing buttons. Consider how adolescents push buttons. You never let me do anything. You don't love me. You never have. I hate you. You're a liar. You're an asshole. Tough adolescent behavior involves involves finding, what they do is they find a vulnerable area in the parent and they prey on it. You know, maybe it's money. Maybe you're a, straight, maybe you're a stay-at-home mom parent And that's an area that the adolescent finds you've been insecure about. Or maybe you lost a job recently. You will hear, no wonder they let you go at your job. Maybe the tough adolescent thinks uh, you come across as a strict parent compared to their friends. You will hear, no wonder my friends hate you. No wonder my friends hate hanging out at our house. A helpful intervention is exiting and waiting. What parents want to do is change the rule they might have set up. If I leave the room first, my teenager wins. So, of course, an important principle is never let children win, persist, right? Never give up, never give in, persist. 
But in some cases, leaving isn't giving up. Exiting calmly, such as when they're yelling and swearing, now at some point they need to hear that using disrespectful or abusive language will not be effective with their future girlfriend, with a future boss, or with, you know, with their parents. It is usually best to explain in advance that when an argument becomes too heated, one of us will need to take a time out. Look, if you don't do it, then I'm going to go for our mutual benefit. Of course, some adolescents may be, may be receptive to taking time outs. This is particularly true if they've been in therapy. In these situations, they may see the time out as a powerful intervention tool. Let me also talk, I also want to talk today about overlooking or overlooks. So here, the key is the parent overlooking. And some of the keys here that you want to say are regardless or nevertheless or in spite of that, no exceptions, the rule remains. So regardless, the rule remains. Nevertheless, the rule remains. In spite of that, the rule remains. So we want to overlook the hot buttons, like you're a terrible parent. And you redirect the conversation back to the issue at hand. I hate you. In spite of that, the rule remains. Your decision-making sucks. Regardless, the rule remains. Uh, there's no exceptions here. So in spite of that. So you're using words like regardless, nevertheless, in spite of that. And you're, you're continuing to enforce consistent rules and consequences. Here's a few tips because I know it can be exhausting and there's, you know, you can only cover so much here in a couple interventions I wanted to provide for the parenting podcast. But parents in these kinds of scenarios, you want to have regular exercise. Also, you want to take time to recharge the batteries. Relaxation time is needed or burnout will happen. And you want to stay in the present. Don't make the mistake of forecasting gloom, right? My son will not amount to anything. This mistake happens often. Many teenagers, they grow on, they go on, they grow up, and they do great things as decent people. And how many people have talked about their teenagers as being tough on their mom? So parents, for their own mental health, they want to avoid the negative fortune-telling that sometimes comes up, emerges. You want to stay engaged in the present and just focus in on behavior. Try not to do negative fortune-telling. Try not to say, uh, negative things about your child's personality or who they are in their identity. Instead, stay engaged in the present and focused on behavior. By the way, on a side note, um, so many people, I, I'll, when I speak to audiences, half 50% of the crowd raises their hand when they've heard the statement, you'll never amount to anything. 50% of counselors are dealing with a client on their caseload who heard this. So, um, so often it's common for a parent who's overwhelmed and predicting badly to may that they may say that you'll never amount to anything. So you want to avoid saying things that predict the negative the future negatively. Stay grounded, stay engaged in the present, focus on behavior and your health care. This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's parenting podcast on parenting tough adolescents. Overcoming adolescents pushing parental buttons with a couple interventions, exiting and waiting and overlooking. Mm-hmm.